Yeah, I knew you were going to do it again. I'm so happy you did. Rob's probably downstairs like, what is happening? <laughs> Why did she just do that twice? So Erica, <laughs> Erica and I always talk for a second before we start recording, and she just did that. And I was like, bitch, why weren't you recording? <laughs> and then she just like disappeared for a second and then came back on and did it. So yay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, now I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think that the guy, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch conspiracy guy, is telling the truth? <gasps> yeah. You do. Okay. So I'm going to be transparent and say that I have, I've read, um, so there's a, a woman who like posted, like basically was keeping an updated and up to date, like coverage of the developments of this scandal. And, um, so she saved it to a highlight. And so that's like basically how I got all the information on like what was happening, like all the updates, um, Rob is the one actually who told me that there's like a lot of people that are like super skeptical of this guy. And apparently he's like tried to do shit like this before they, his his wife is Topanga, which I think you saw in the, in that highlight thing. Um, and wait, what? Yeah. The woman who played Topanga in boy meets world is this guy's wife. And I guess this is just like a thing that he like, Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know all of that. Oh, yeah. And so and I guess they did like a brand deal, like a partnership with Cinnamon Toast Crunch like three months earlier. And like so there's just like a lot of uh, suspicious stuff happening. Um, I and and then there's just like a bunch of people that just like don't really like this guy. And so like, fuck this guy. But I think it's interesting, funny and entertaining for like entertainment purposes. I'm very on board with it. Um, I lose a lot of interest as to whether or not this actually happened or not, but (laughs) well, and I think for us, we're going to try not to get too far into, I mean, maybe we'll get into it. This whole episode today is about like customer service. A lot of that happens on social media. And the reason it got, the reason we're talking about this is because Rob told me that uh, he saw that the community manager that like had to answer like all of this ridiculousness from this guy. It was her first day on the job. And, and he, yeah. I think you were saying it earlier, but I think it actually came from him where he was like, you poor like customer service people. Like if you were hired to tweet like snarky things for like a brand, like the, you know, you're the, the copywriter for Wendy's or whatever. And like your job is to come up with funny replies yeah, this is not for you. Like this is above your pay. Grade. That's what he said. He was yeah. like, "Stick with making memes and pass this on to somebody who's in the right pay grade." <laughs> and as and I can tell you, I've that was me at one point in my life, like on the other end of angry social media people. <laughs> Shit's not fun. <laughs> let's so let's get to that. Let's fill people in really quickly on the cinnamon toast crunch thing if they aren't already filled in. So mm-hmm. there was this guy, basically, apparently Topanga's husband. Um, <laughs> how would you like to be Topanga's husband? Like, of course, maybe he does have to do something to just be known as something other than Topanga's husband. People were calling him the cinnamon toast chump, which I think is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, anyway, so he tweeted that he found shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch box and it was a double bag because he got it at costco hashtag love costco um 
and they put two bags in one box. So it was a double bag. The second bag appears to be taped up. And the mm-hmm. first bag, upon going through it further, he found um, what appears to be maybe like mouse or rat droppings, like black things cooked into the Cinnamon Toast Crunch pieces, um, two shrimp tails, and a piece of string. And what people are saying it is, is that the the rats are in the factory and must have gotten into some kind of raw ingredients such as flour or sugar. And that those items that he found that are coated in sh- the cinnamon toast crunch sugar um, were the rats gatherings. So I, it, whether he is telling the truth or not, I believe that that happens that has happened and will happen in some factory somewhere. Well, and there's, so this is why we, you know, that this is why we have an FDA, like the food and drug administration was created. This is like my social studies, uh, max capacity of my social studies knowledge. But I remember this very vividly from like an eighth grade social studies lesson that the FDA was created like in the industrial revolution or like somewhere around there where like warehouses and like factories were like really booming and Mm -hmm. the FDA was created because of meat markets. There was like rat droppings found in like these open meat markets so that somebody had to come in and say there was like a certain percentage allowed Mm -hmm. because there was just no keeping rats out of these places. Yep. So there is like a certain percentage of bugs and things like rat droppings and stuff allowed by the FDA in your food. In everybody's food that we yep. consume daily. However, we hope not to find shrimp tails and the mice's gatherings, like no, findings. I just don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't. I really don't want to know because there's no good that can come from it. It's there. It's not like presumably a small amount or whatever is not going to kill me. Um, so what, what I don't know doesn't kill me. Yeah. This does remind me this is not the same in any way, shape, or form, but my friend Alex one day was eating res- or, uh, blackberries in <laughs> at the office, and she got to the bottom of the blackberry like carton, like the same, just the same packaging that you would pick it up at the store, mm-hmm. and she gets to the bottom, and there is a dead scorpion in the bottom of it. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I bet you I still have that photo in my camera roll somewhere. Okay, that's fucked. It was like equally cool and absolutely horrifying. Yeah, that's that's pretty horrifying. Ugh. And you know how I feel about bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be like real horrifying for you. If that's... I if I had discovered it, there would have been a scene for sure. <laughs> there would have been a homicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I would have been the cinnamon toast crunch guy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so basically the company was like cinnamon toast cruncher like general mills whatever was like um that didn't come from our factory could you send it to us and he's like nope i'm not sending it to you like i'll send you one of the shrimp tails but i'm keeping one for my own evidence and they were like that's not it's it's like very clearly a picture of a shrimp tail and the company was like that's not a shrimp tail <laughs> yeah they were like that's just it's just sugar sugar in the in the shape of a shrimp tail like no it's a shrimp tail um yeah. with sugar on it and so anyways like a bunch of like dna um testing places stepped up and they're like we'll test this for free to determine it's sh- shrimp so it's kind of it's been like kind of funny to see it all play out but also like 
they wanted him to drop it off to the local police department. And they said, like, if you don't, it's tampering with evidence. And he was like, I'm not just going to go in there like guns blazing (laughs) with my shrimp tails and drop it off. Like you can send them to me. Like it's just been a whole thing. So it's pretty funny, but it kind of is a good segue into a current event topic for us to talk about customer service. Oh, do you want to start with your good? This is like when someone's like, do you want the good news or the bad news? (laughs) Do we want to start with a good experience or a bad experience? Sure. I mean, I feel like I always get fucked with these super annoying customer service people and like negotiation and like things like this are kind of my thing. But I, Mm -hmm. I just have a really hard time with people who are just idiots And I hate being that person that's like, can I speak to your manager? Like, can I speak to a supervisor? But like, what the actual fuck sometimes? Mm -hmm. Um, So I find it to be like, especially annoying with like internet companies or cable companies, like service companies are usually more annoying to me because like they monopolize, but they also outsource. So you're often like talking to somebody who could give two shits and they're like seven Mm -hmm. time zones different from you. And like when you're, when you try to tell them something like, well, like I'm in Alaska, they like literally don't even know where that is. (laughs) Like it's just, and I can tell you from like being on the other end of this, um, and this is not the same across the board. So like an AT&T, they are buying up warehouses, uh, full of like customer service people that are just like answering phones and shit and like they have very advanced scripts or whatever but like especially if you are just hitting up like some regular ass brand um probably like a local brand or whatever or like whatever it doesn't matter you're like hitting them up on social media they have like a very limited script on like what they're able to like for instance so when i was doing like social media customer service um forever ago People like I had an energy company for one of my brands that I had to manage and like people um, will just like ask you questions that you have that are so specific then and you have like a, a list you have like a Google Doc full of like here's a potential question and here's how you would answer it in the brand voice and like you just take like the the templated answer and you just like kind of like tweak it to make sense for the scenario and like to make it sound human and shit but it's like if they really push me beyond that there's literally nothing I can do except because you don't know about energy right and I don't I don't work for this company I don't know shit about what this looks like on the back end right yeah so anyway that's a little little insight is like the thing that drives me crazy and like the thing that happened to me this week is the reason I feel bad and I try not to do what I did to this woman because I know that she's probably in the same situation as like I've been in before where I'm just like, I literally don't have an answer for you because I'm not equipped to give you like proper assistance. However, that is totally on the, on the brands, like the fault lands on the brand. Like they should be um, investing in their customer service because it saves so much time for everyone just give your like arm your customer service people to have autonomy to fix situations yeah and a customer service like a good customer service experience will make me shop there again and a bad customer service experience will make me talk shit about you to literally everybody that I possibly can 
And you know, like for this is a another like not quite the same example, but um, for Rob's thirtieth birthday, he wanted to go to Mexico and like he just wanted to do a really low key thing, just like a trip me and him, and he wanted to go to the beach and um, he wanted to go to the Ritz Carlton, and I was so like being a little pouty about it because I was like, I don't understand, like why would we go and stay in this like expensive hotel? in Mexico where we have to pay for every drink, every meal. Like why wouldn't it's Mexico? Like everything's the same. Like why wouldn't we just go to an all-inclusive resort? Right. And then we go there and it was truly an impeccable experience because the Ritz Carlton is like Nordstrom where they're just, they're like world renowned for their uh, customer service. Mm-hmm. It's like every single thing that you could possibly think of, like every need you could possibly think of has already been thought of and they, um, and they're, they're, they're already solving it for you. Or it's like, Oh, I could really use this right now. And then you like look to the right Magically and it's, appears. <laughs> it's already there. Yeah. And like, I had so many of those, it, those moments and like the food was impeccable. It gives amazing. Everything was amazing. And, and uh, Rob and I were talking about it. Cause I think there's like a book or something either that is about the Ritz Carlton specifically, or it's like a anecdote in a book that he read, but he's like part of the reason why the experience is so good is because um, all of the employees go through a very rigorous training in that they, and they are given true autonomy to fix uh, problems for consumers or customers. So like I could go and they have like a certain budget, um, like per visitor or something to like fix their problem. So it's like, if I need it, if I was like having some issue with my room or like I needed more water bottles or whatever, like they have the autonomy to just handle the situation. Mm -hmm. There's like a certain budget allocated if it's like a really extreme situation so that the customer is happy. They don't have to wait. They don't have to, I don't have to wait for a manager, like whoever I'm talking to and whoever I can get a hold of in that moment can fix my problem. That's awesome. Everyone is so helpful. Yeah. No, really. Everybody should be like that. Um, and now Rob and I are going back there for my 30th birthday. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) now I get it. Now it's, it's uh, the experience is truly worth it. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't have a great vacation story like that to agree with, but like, (laughs) so I had a really good customer service experience actually this morning. So I bought this desk. I've been looking for, um, a desk with like a file cabinet because I just, I have like some papers and like just things that I want to like file, mm-hmm. but I've been having a hard time. Like a filing cabinet is just like ugly, mm-hmm. but I don't want like a full desk. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, and, and sh- things don't ship to Alaska. So <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up finding something on Amazon because Amazon is one of the places that will ship to Alaska still like bigger things. So I found this desk. I don't love it, but I was, it was like fairly cheap, had what I needed, had two file drawers, which is exactly what I wanted, not just one. And I was just, it was like cheap enough. It was like 250 bucks, I think, which Mm -hmm. is fine. And it was kind of ugly, but I was going to paint it. I, it had good reviews, which is something I always look at when shipping to Alaska because it's a pain in the dick to return stuff from Alaska. (laughs) So, um, had good reviews. Well, so it arrived yesterday. First of all, the freaking UPS guy was super weird. He asked if he, so like he brought it up on a dolly, like this thing was super heavy. He brought it up onto, into the garage on like this cart. 
And then he's just standing there for a second and he's like, can you fill my water bottle up? And I was like, Ew. you want me to fill up your water bottle? And I was like, sure. But like, I, I'm going to have to close this garage. Like, you can't just have access to my garage while I go upstairs and fill up your water bottle. Like, yeah. weird question, but whatever. I was like, I'll meet you at the front door. So filled up the water bottle. And then he, you know, he had to mark the box as damaged because it had a hole in it. And so he marked it as damage on his end, which I was like happy about. I was like, you know, I, I don't want to reject it. I've been waiting for two weeks for this thing. So got it apart today and there's like pieces missing and mm. there's pieces broken and it had water damage and it's just like so annoying. And I, the box was so broken that like when I got on Amazon on the customer service page, it was like, what do you want to do? Do you want to replace or return items? And I was like, no, I don't want another one of these pieces of shit, but I don't want to return it either because I'm not going to, I'm not going to go buy a box, carry this thing back downstairs. Cause it's heavy as shit. Like try to assemble it and then, or disassemble what I already had done. And then like send it to you, like put it in my car, send it to you. Like, no, not, I'm not doing that. So what are we going to do? So I either wanted replacement parts for the parts that were broken, like just those parts sent to me, or I wanted yeah. my money back. Right. So when you go on the customer service, it only gives you the two options. So I had to call because I was just going to like hopefully hoping to like chat with somebody in like the they customer have a service chat. chat. They do, but you have to go through the automated part first. And I oh. wasn't answering the questions like good enough to get a person you have to dig for it but there's a different place where you can just chat go directly to like a chat or like you just keep pressing other until it gives you a person well that's what I've done in the past but for whatever reason Uh, it like wasn't it wasn't a thing so it was just like can I help you more and it was just like other I think it did come up as other but I had to type in like speak with a representative and then it made somebody call me so somebody oh. called me like five minutes later and he I had like a misconception because it was I could hear like people in the background it was like definitely a call center I was like oh here we go like this is gonna be the most annoying experience ever so he ended up he was like um I understand like that's so frustrating. He's like, this is actually the second one of this thing that I've dealt with. So I understand that you don't want a replacement. Like I get it. And I was like, yeah, and I'm in Alaska. Like I'm not shipping this back to you guys. And he was like, all right, I'm just going to issue you a refund. He's like, you can do whatever you want with it. Like sell it, donate it, whatever. Throw it out, burn it. I was like, I love that. Yup. I love that. That is like, I spend enough money with Amazon. I'm truly not screwing you over. Like, Thank you for making this not difficult on me. Right. Yeah, totally. It's like, and it's such a relief too. Like when you have to talk to a customer service person, like you just get like before you even speak to anyone, you're just like pissed. (laughs) Yeah. And I hate like, I hate taking it out on them because I'm like, this isn't like, I get it that this isn't your fault, but like you're the poor sap that has to deal with my rage right now. And I usually end up like apologizing to them. I'm like, listen, I know that this isn't your fault, but like you have to realize Mm -hmm. how fucking mad I am right now. So like, if you don't want to deal with me, like send me to somebody who does because I am on one and I'm going to lay it on you. So get ready. (laughs) Buckle up, baby. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that was like a really, really good experience that I've had recently. That well, is good. Today. And that's like the same 
thing. It's because he had the power to just make a decision for himself. Yeah. On the other hand, Home Depot. Oh, no. Oh, God. You have the worst experience with Home Depot. It's like every time I, so like I make big orders with Home Depot. Like, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not like it, but they monopolized in Alaska. So, yeah. I think last year there was like a $2,000 order that got like super screwed up and it literally took me weeks. And then, well, there was like the cart, was it like carpet or something? Wasn't it that like, it was something that they had to measure? It was like some yeah. boring thing they had to measure and they like did it wrong. And then they were going to charge you to pay for like the whole like roll when they mismeasured it. Yeah. I was like arguing with them for like three days. And then I ended up just being like, never mind. I don't even want carpet anymore because. <laughs> You guys have like, yeah, they measured like my closet and they were like, oh, but we need like another 20 by six foot piece. And I was like, okay, but literally like the scrap that you have from my bedroom will fit in the closet. Like I, I'm willing to pay for, to keep the scrap, but like I'm not buying a whole other 20 foot piece at like $400. Well, and you already paid for the scrap. Right. Like it's mine. It's literally mine. (laughs) Yeah. Like just install it. I know, just as long as I lose my hand. Um, but so I recently bought a um a tool chest for my um macrame stuff. In we have at- one of those for. Uh, so it's funny that you the whole story that you're telling you is basically the exact same thing that happened to us because we bought a tool chest for all of our camera stuff. Mm. And the first the first one that they sent us was like dented, so we couldn't even get the drawer in, and it was like missing like a wheel or something, and they made us send it back. Anyway, neither here nor there. Oh, you got that's really annoying. Stuff, right? Yeah, I got it for my macrame stuff, but it like it showed that it was delivered. Like I ordered it on Home Depot, which like the Home Depot for a company so big, they have the worst IT system. Mm-hmm. Like it shows stuffs in stock when it's not, or it shows stuff has arrived when it hasn't. Like, and but the commun the store doesn't communicate directly with the like it's uh. like a separate entity. Which I'm like, I don't understand for like a company this large how you guys can't communicate with each other. Like, I was just having this visual. I'm like, when I, the story that I told, um, I don't know, a few episodes ago when I was working at Bed Bath and Beyond, and like I would just go into the back and like pretend to look at something, like because I couldn't figure out how to work yeah, their yeah, computer yeah. system. Like I'm picturing someone like me that's just like put in charge of their website and like their stock and they're like oh I'm sure this is fine (laughs) this oh my god (laughs) this poor woman that I was dealing with like we knew each other by name at at like the end of it and like (laughs) she ended up being like yeah you know like I'm just really glad to be done with this and I was like you mean you're really glad to be done with me like let's be honest here Mel and (laughs) and she like giggled but she was like well yeah I was like, see, woman to woman, I respect that shit. But it was annoying. And like, I was so, I was so mean to her though, like at one point, because I was just so frustrated. And like, I had, you know, like, I can't get a tool chest by myself. So Mm -hmm. it's not, it was like a thing that had to be planned to like go pick it up and like, whatever. So, um, this was like the third or fourth trip to the store. And she just kept saying, well, like, she kept calling it dot com 
and like not just like homedepot.com or like not online. She was just like, well, .com. And I was like, if you say .com one more time, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. And she just like looked at me like deer in headlights. And she's, she went to go say it again and she like looked at me and I was like, don't do it, Mel. Like, do not do it. Stop saying .com. But she was in like such a shitty customer service position. But, but. I was escalated because like never once during all of it did I get, not that I'm being, I mean, I guess I am being a little bit of a Karen, but like never once did I get like, hey, I recognize that this is really frustrating or like, hey, I'm sorry that this isn't working out. Like I'm going to do my best. I'm going to personally see whatever. It was just like, well, we don't know, like call you back with answers and like nobody ever called me. Yeah, it's like, just nope. say sorry to me. Like, just tell me without me having to ask me, ask you that you're going to give me 10% off. Like, just tell me that I'm an appreciated customer. Like, make me happy. Tell me what I want to hear. It really makes a difference just for them to, like, talk to you like a person and, it, like, as if they're not, you know what I mean? Like, oh, man, girl, I hear you. Like, yeah. this is so frustrating. And, you know, like, I can't even, I don't even have the ability to fix this. Cause if I did, this is what I would do. Like, just say it like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know it's shitty. Like, what are we going to do about it? Like, how are we going to do this? Like, right. Right. It's like you're in it together versus validate me. You. Yeah. Yeah. Which normally I'm not all about, but in customer service world, I am about like you validate that customer. You keep that customer around. You keep that customer happy. Right. Yeah. So um, you just, <laughs> you kind of had like a funny customer service experience um, recently. <sighs> and it wasn't, I guess we gave away all the good before we started into the bad, but. Okay. Yeah. We never <laughs> answered the question. We answered the question by just doing it. <laughs> Yeah. So the, my thing was I was trying to, so I was laying in bed and I got an ad for this <laughs> pair of shoes and Rob and I have a bunch of weddings to go to this year. And I have in the past, um, made a lot of mistakes in my wedding attire because, um, and it just creates a really stressful situation for both Rob and I, because, I will be like, yeah, like I will probably just wear this dress that I already have or I'll like order a dress, but I won't try it on or whatever. And like then it comes down to the time where like, hey, we got to like go and I'm like ready and I'm like trying on clothes and like nothing looks good. Mm -hmm. And I'm and I get flustered because I'm thinking of a very specific. We went to this wedding in Vail that was just like absolutely stunning and, um, and I had never met, like, I had never met any of these, these were all Rob's friends. I had met any of them. They're like all of his college friends and stuff. And I, uh, bought this dress and I was super stoked about it, but like, I forgot to bring pasties and it was like, uh, an outdoor, like the ceremony was outdoor and like the way that the sun was hitting, like you could see right through my dress <laughs> and, but, but we were in veil. I had no other options. Like it was, and I was freaking out. Cause I was like, this bride is going to think so poorly of me. Like, <laughs> You're like some bimbo. Yes. And I was, oh, I felt, oh man, it was bad. It was so bad. It, it was a misjudgment. So all that to say, because I can't tell a succinct story to save my life. <laughs> all is to say, 
I have been plotting my outfits this year for weddings. Um, I have them all planned out. I am trying. I'm getting them tailored so I'm not forcing a fit that is not right. I am trying them on. I'm trying on the full outfit whenever I get them in just to make sure we're all good. Like I am prepared. So I um I have a pair a pair of those silk pants that we talked about in like a couple episodes episodes ago in our debate one uh, that I got in the mail. They're like these pink like satin pants, um, and I'm gonna wear those to the next wedding. But I didn't I don't have shoes for them yet. So I got this ad from Free People, which is also um, a, an inside joke between Rob and I because I does not matter where it is, if it's like in a store, if it's in an ad, if it's in an ad for another brand, like if it's at Nordstrom or Dillard's or something and I get an ad and it's a free people thing, every time I'm scrolling or I'm walking by, I will stop and I'll be like, ooh, that's cute. And then I realize it's free people (laughs) every time. Like I love free people without knowing that I love free people. (laughs) And so I get the, get this ad for these shoes from free people. They're super cute. I think they're like, they're like horrible and great at the same time. I'm not really selling them. They're awesome. They're, but yeah, they're Erica. They're, they're like uh they're like a slip-on shoe, so they don't have a heel, like a strap in the in the back. So they're open heel. The actual heel itself is acrylic, so it's like a see-through, like clear. Mm-hmm. And then the front of them is uh feathers. They're, they're white feathers. They're <laughs> adult expensive dress up Barbie shoes. Yeah. If you guys have ever seen, there's an episode of sex in the city when she's like going on this date with burger and she's like trying to spice things up because their sex is really awkward. And so she buys these like feathery shoes. They're just like that, except they're white. Yeah. Uh, And with a clear heel. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to wear with the pink satin pants and then just do like a really neutral, like top, um, with them. But anywho, so then I go and I'm like on my phone um, and I go ahead and I buy them. And then as soon, you know, as soon as you check out and then on the page, it shows you more, more options of like other things, which doesn't make any sense because I've already checked out, like, don't show me more things except I, except you did fall for it. So I did, I fell for it because there was this <laughs> really, really cute pair of mules, um, that were just like, if you guys watch Mad Men, so Megan Draper, like I'm obsessed, I die. And so um, <laughs> so then I sat there and I like debated it and Rob convinced me. He's like, just do it. Like you just buy them. Just buy the damn shoes. And so <laughs> I did. And then um, there was like this weird like glitch thing that happened. Um, and then I go to my email. Oh, and then I check. So then I started all over and I check out again and everything goes smoothly. Then I go to my email and I have two notifications. I have two, um, emails that are like confirming my purchase. And then immediately afterwards, I have two emails saying that both of my orders have been canceled. And I'm like, what the hell? And it, and it says that there's a hold on my account. And so I don't know because I did it through my PayPal and I did it on my phone. So I didn't know if like maybe that had to do with it because I don't usually shop on my phone. I don't like it. Um, so I thought maybe that had to do with it um, or something. I don't know. Like I couldn't figure it out. So then the so then I go and I just did it again because I was like, me, I don't know, maybe something weird happened. Like I'm gonna try it again. So then I I went and I checked out and I did both of the shoes in the same order this time, and I bought them again. And the same thing happened. My order was canceled, 
So then the next morning I um, started chat with customer service. It was pretty easy to like get that going. And like I already had my, my order number and everything. And I'm like chatting this, with this person and they're like, well, it looks like there's a hold on your account, but I can't see why. So you're going to have to wait like one to three business days and someone from our team will look into this further and they will reach out to you to help solve it. And I was not happy about this, but <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Like at this point it is what it is and I will wait. They are just shoes. And even though I really love them. And, <laughs> and, uh, so then three days they took the full time on the third day, they finally send me an email and the email that they send me is not from a person. It is an automated email that said it's super strange too. It goes, Dear Erica and Sarah, thank you for opening this inquiry, blah, blah, blah. Like, please call. And it gives me a, a hotline number to call. And I'm like, I had to wait three days just so that you can give me a number to call. Um, okay. And so then I call this number. And who's Sarah? Right. Like oh yeah. Also, who is Sarah? I thought honestly, when I saw that, I thought it was like um maybe like the customer service person or like the person who was like investigating it or something like had submitted a ticket and like maybe it that's that that's what I thought it was like someone from their end. Mm-hmm. It didn't like really register with me that it could be something else. Mm-hmm. So then um so then I called them and the guy was a little bitchy with me. Like w- every time he would ask me something, if I didn't have an immediate answer and I was being super friendly with him. Cause at this point I'm like, I, like you were saying earlier, I know this is not this person's fault. So I need, I'm going to be nice to them. Like, so that they help me here. And he was just, every time he asked me something that I didn't know the answer to, he was like a little bit bitchy about it. And, um, I was just whatever. So then we end up figuring out that, Sarah is a friend of ours who had so okay anthropology urban outfitters and free people are all in the same family of businesses and we had a a registry for our wedding at anthropology and one of our friends had um bought something a wedding gift for us and it was but it was back ordered and so they had when she purchased the the gift back in October she you know they put you know they like place like a temporary charge on your card mm-hmm. um but I guess it never like it went away because they only charge you once the item ships so it didn't ship until January so she had forgotten about it and also thought that she had already paid for it so then all of a sudden this charge shows up on her card and she thinks that like her card's been stolen so she like cancels her card and like does the whole damn thing <laughs> thinking that like her shit was stolen and it was, it was for our gift. So she had, she had, um, like refuted the charge or, or re- yeah. whatever. The re- yeah. And so that's what placed the hold on so wait, this the, account. Did you get the present from her though? Or did you never get it because no, she no, disputed no. it? No, we got it. We got oh. it. And, but I think that's why there was the hold on it. Yeah. And so the, the hold was attached to our, oh, because I forgot to, I forgot to add that, um, I had tried after I talked to the customer service person, I was like, well, I could, 
I, I said something about just replacing the order. And he was like, I wouldn't do that because it'll probably get canceled again. But I did it anyway. And I tried using Rob's information instead of like, I didn't go, I didn't use my PayPal. I just used my credit card and I used his information, but we shared the same address. So it still canceled it. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was, I was at that point I was like, what is going on? Like, how did it know it was me? Is it like tracking my IP address? Like, I don't understand what's happening. And then, um, so then that's what we figured out. So then he's like, okay, you know what? And then after, after we figured this out, because at first he was like, well, who's Sarah? And I was like, I don't know. You tell me who's Sarah. And he's like, well, this person sent you a gift. And I was like, why are you being bitchy to me? Like of all the Sarahs in this world, like I'm supposed to automatically under, like I, to me, I'm talking to free people, not anthropology. Like, I don't know. Anyway. So that was that. And then, (laughs) and so then he's like, after that, he was like, cool. And he was like, okay, this is silly. I don't know why they did. They did it this way. Uh, don't worry. I'm taking your information out of this. We'll figure it out with Sarah. It's not a big deal. This happens all the time. And, uh, you, all that you have to do is go and place the order again, because unfortunately I can't do that on my end. I was like, cool. Thank you so much. So I hang up with him and I go to place my order and my order gets canceled. (laughs) And I was and that, and that was it. That was, that was the end of my, uh, rational side because I was <laughs> I was like, are you shitting me? <laughs> I can't read. Erica was like texting me play by play of this, and she was like, I'm gonna lose my mind. And I like typed something. I was like, just say this, and I like typed it to her, but it was like really aggressive, like even aggressive for Mariah. <laughs> and she was like, K sent, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you actually sent it. Like that was like even a little bit dramatic for me. Okay, I can't remember what it was. Do you remember what it said? Uh, oh, it was like at this point you have now. It was basically at this like, point you need you, you owe me money because yeah, I if I'm paying myself my normal hourly rate, yeah. I'm invested. <laughs> I've lost money. <laughs> but okay, but here's the reason. This is like I was mad, and then I went to this customer. I went back to the customer service chat, and this was the thing that really triggered me is that I told her the situation, and I was like, "Listen, like you are now the third person that I'm having to talk to, and I'm gonna let you know I am not." happy. So I need a solution. Like, can you give me a solution? And like, she just, and this is where I go back to like, when I was on the other end of this, it really does suck because you don't have real answers. All you have is a script. And I rationally know that, but I was so fucking mad because she couldn't get, I was literally like, here's my situation. How can we fix this? Like, is there still a hold on my account? Like, do I just need to wait an hour? Like, is there a lag time? Like I just, my account needs to update. Like, just tell me what is happening so that I know how to act. And she couldn't give me any answers. And then we got like a little bit into the conversation and she made this comment where I, cause I was like, I need actual answers. I'm Mm -hmm. tired of your vague answers. Give me actual answers. Like for instance, how long am I going to have to wait for someone to help me? How long mm-hmm. is there going to be a hold on my account? Like I need, give me actual answers and not just, oh, someone will reach out to you because I've already done this and I already talked to someone and they said they fixed it for me and they haven't. So now here we are. And so then she was like, well, if you are going to want, um, if you want immediate answers, then you're going to have to call 
this number. I was like, why did you wait 15 minutes into this conversation to tell me that? That should have been the bare, I came into this conversation saying, I, I've already been through this process and now I'm frustrated. Please help me find solutions. Your response should have been totally understand. I'm really sorry to hear that. If, um, unfortunately, like because of privacy reasons, I can't, I have limited access to your information via chat. So if you need an answer sooner than later, um, I would call this number and, and then I would have been like, thank you. I will do that. Mm -hmm. But now you've just wasted 15 more minutes of my time by giving me vague answers instead of just being a human about it. So anyway, so then I said the mean thing that Mariah told me to say. And <laughs> I, and then, you know, as soon as you, I ended the chat, it sent me a survey about my experience, which You're I like, zero. Yeah. And I think actually before I'm such a, I'm a monster, but like before I ended the chat, I was like, can't wait to fill out the the um, customer service survey by like hung up or like, you know, ended it. And then it sent it to me and I was like, here we go. <laughs> so anyway, so then I just went ahead and called the same number that it, the email had told me to call earlier that day. I talked to a woman. She was mega cool. Cause I told, I like told her, I was like, listen, this is, this is what's happened. I've already talked to a customer service on chat. They told me to wait three days just so that they could send me a phone number to call. I talked to someone this morning after waiting, being on hold for 10 minutes. They said they fixed it. They did not. Then I went to chat again and they couldn't help me. So now I'm here. And, and she was like, okay, well, first of all, um, I'm really sorry. And thank you for not yelling at me. And um, so let's see what we can do. And she was like, really cool. And she was like, Oh, and I told her, I was like, this is what the guy said that I talked to this morning. And she was like, oh, well, um, that's weird. I know that he said he fixed it, but he did not. So let me do it, actually do it for you. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> like, but you like, get me. stay on the phone with me the entire time. Yeah. And like when I was like telling her about like the mix up and stuff, she was like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe that. That's so dumb. I was like, right? <laughs> like, You're like, this is all I needed. Just be my friend. Like I'm trying to be nice to you. Yeah. I'm like, and just solve my problems. And then she fixed it. I hung up. I gave it like 30 minutes and then I reordered the shoes and boom, they'll be here next week. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so that was like, a, I probably added way too much detail in there, but I was just like, I can't this is such a problem and it's such a problem for the people that have this job. Like I, I actually do understand the frustrations of the people on the other end. Like they are very limited in what they can actually do. Um, so if you're listening, which she's not, I am so sorry for yelling at you via chat. That is like, this is my PSA to brands. Like you have to invest in good customer service, no matter what size you are like, and it's just a matter of actually giving it some time and attention. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you are in customer service, like not that you have to be like, I don't work directly for that company, but like hinting that, yeah, you know, like, Hey, you know, we work with this. I work for an agency that works with multiple companies. Like, I don't know how much they're allowed to disclose and stuff, but like just knowing that would be so much easier on the consumer or like they would just be like, okay, well then you can you like find out, like, can you find out from somebody who works directly from the brand or like, what can you do then? So that like, we're not wasting time just like going back and forth with like, I think that you can solve my problem. Then I'm 20 minutes into this phone conversation and you mm -hmm. don't like, 
what you don't even work yeah. for them like that's not helpful yep. and I mean like from the social media side you definitely can't do that because like paper trail um and like the in <laughs> the brands because like you are responding on like as the brand um but mm-hmm. you know again like thinking about who's on the other line of that if that's 22 year old me I don't give a fuck about your energy problems <laughs> like uh, I don't get paid right. enough to care. Like I spend three right. hours, like I am only scoped to spend two hours or three hours a week on this. So like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but that's like, that's where it's problematic is like, you should care. Like they should be hiring exactly. people who care and like, yeah, are educated. Um. Well, yeah. do we want to round this out with another uh story of mine from my customer service days mm-hmm. um okay sorry if this is long again i'm trying to be better about uh, being a more <laughs> concise storyteller it's not a skill that i currently have it's okay so when i appreciate you <laughs> take me as i am my, my stories are kind of tan tangential tan whatever that word is are tangents <laughs> if I can't yeah. figure out what a word is, I just changed the sentence. <laughs> um, see, here we go again on a tangent. But so that was like one of the words that we used to describe people with like at the hospital. If they were like tangential or whatever, like they went on tangents a lot during the session, we would type it in. And for like an entire year of me working at the hospital, I was writing tangential because it was <laughs> autocorrecting it in my notes. And I didn't know it until somebody pointed it. They were like, you know that you always say tangential, right? And I was like, what does tangential mean? I don't – I think it was just not recognizing the word in general uh-huh. and it was just changing like gen – because it's like G-E-N-T-A-L. Uh-huh. And they were – it was just changing it to genital. That's fun. <laughs> Hit me with your tangentials, baby. Tangential. Or it's like incoming tangential. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Don't ask. Okay, so here's my, here's my my big story that I always think about when I uh, think about my customer service days. So um, this was like a few agencies ago that I was working at, and one of my accounts that I worked so like our agency we we had Facebook as an account. So mm-hmm. like you can like Facebook has Facebook pages for itself for different countries. So there's like a a Facebook page for the U.S. And there's a Facebook page for Facebook Australia and for Facebook Indonesia and for fa- like mm-hmm. all these different countries. And we had a bunch of people um, that worked on this account. And like we did, we did the customer service part for Facebook. And my account was, uh, I worked on the Australia page, which was super fun, by the way. Like Australia slang, they have this saying instead of just being like, oh, that is so annoying or like that, um, that, I, that makes me so mad. They say that gives me the shits. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. But if you say That's that, so funny. Here, yeah, there, it was so fun to like read the comments. If you stuff. say that here, people are like, uh, like, do you need some Pepto Bismol? I was like, just gonna good? say, yeah, like Pepto Bismol. I don't know. <laughs> and um, and it, but it was like creepy too, though, because you had to like when you were responding to comments and stuff, like you would to sign off with your name, like not your full name, but just I would be like Dash Erica, and they would start picking up on it. And if they were like really pissed with you, they would start like attacking you and insulting you and 
using your name. And I'm like, all right, this is a little too personal for me now. Like, please Mm. get the fuck off my front porch, sir. And, Mm -hmm. and, but there is this one time is such a weird, interesting story. So there was this woman who, um, was blowing us up. Like she was commenting on every single post. She was sending me like tons and tons and tons of messages like every day, like freaking out because she was saying that her daughters, her daughter passed away seven years ago and that her Facebook page, like she had kept her Facebook page because there was like all these photos on it. Or mm-hmm. sorry, no, it was the opposite. She was messaging me from her daughter's account and that her actual account um, was removed. And she was freaking mm. out because there was pictures of her daughter on there that she didn't have anywhere else. And so she was like trying to get it back. And this is like one of those situations where I'm like, I can report this all day long. Cause like every day I had to fill out like a report of like top comments and like escalating things and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I did what I could do in escalating the the issue to try to like get her account reinstalled. But there, but that's the extent of what I'm able to do. Like I have absolutely no FaceTime with anyone at Facebook. Like there's nothing I could do. Um, mm-hmm. And this went on for months and we ended up finding out that her original account got uh, taken down because she was bullying people. Well, then mm. she ends up um, creating either – I think she ends up getting it back or, like, creates a new one or something. But then she starts messaging me uh, nonstop from this new account, like, from her now account. And, like, long – and then her other account, like, her daughter's account actually gets disabled then. Mm. So now she's freaking out because her daughter's account is disabled, which is, like – against it's against facebook policies to like keep an account open for someone who is deceased um like you can like memorialize it but like you can't just like log into it and like have it to like use um Mm -hmm. so anyway there was like all these issues there well then one day i log in and she had sent she was like she had been escalating and she had been like making threats Uh, i should probably do a trigger warning um Mm -hmm. trigger warning self-harm so one day I log in and she had sent photos she was like saying that she had cut her wrist and that she had, and she had sent photos of it and ooh, yeah and so um obviously in that scenario like we have processes in place to escalate things very quickly and like we can get you know it in front of the appropriate people to get a solution so we were able to escalate it quickly and they sent police like australia police like to her house like they were able to like locate her and everything like sent people to her house to do a wellness yeah and like she ended up being fine but the weird thing is so we ended up like you know actually like looking into like her accounts and like all of this stuff and this this woman who you know remember her she said her daughter had passed away um, when she said her daughter, she meant her dog, and she had several animals, which she had active accounts for all of them. And she would, oh. yeah, and she would like go and like you. If you look at all of the accounts, she would log into all the different accounts and like have conversations with herself through Yikes. all the different, yeah. And then I don't know what happened. 
after that, like she kind of like fell off the radar. Um, Like she was still like commenting on stuff, but like not as it wasn't as escalated and, and anything like that. I don't know exactly like what all went down, but yeah, that's like, that's the story I think of when I think of like a customer service experience. Holy cow. That's intense though. And that's like, um, that's, you know, that's where you're, you're literally dealing with something outside your pay grade. Like at that point we probably need like a doctor, like a psychiatrist and you are not making psychiatrist money. Oh yeah. So, and you know, there's people like the, a lot of people on our team and like, there's a, obviously a team at Facebook who, um, every time a post gets reported, they have to review it. And, um, that, you know, those people see really traumatic stuff all the time. Like there's, I mean, the number of times that we had to see videos, cause like people, um, in these communities would be like reporting, videos that were really violent like people being executed and stuff like that like just really graphic like killing kittens like really really Mm. graphic stuff that like no one wants to see or hear about and like we had to see it and there's a whole team at Facebook who like all of these things get oh anyway so then like when people get mad because they're reporting it and things aren't happening then they start sending it to these to us like to the mm-hmm. Facebook pages because they think like, oh, well, this will get more visibility. This is Facebook. And um, anyway, so, you know, Facebook has a team of people who have to review all of those things. Oof. And yeah, they actually get, I don't, I'm sure they still do it, but at the time I knew that they would actually like rotate those teams. So like the people that had to review it after like, I think it was like six months, three months, there was like a certain duration. They would get moved to a, di- to a different job because like seeing that all the time was like really like having a huge impact on people's like mental health yeah as you could imagine yeah Yeah. whoa all the behind the scenes stuff that you don't know yeah it's ugly 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 woof yeah I always feel I mean with just customer customer service people in general like that's why I always like even when I am being angry I try to like apologize and be like listen I know that this isn't your fault Mm because like I'm an empath and like if somebody is upset about something and like even if they're just having a conversation with me about it, like I have a hard time just shutting that off and like going home yeah. at night. So I feel bad for customer service people. It's like, you know, you might have like a kid with cancer at home mm-hmm. or something and like here I am yelling at you about my toolbox. But like <laughs> <laughs> so, like there's real problems but and like that person's still a human but also like yeah, don't be a douchebag. Right. Yep. Woof. Woof indeed. All right. Our takeaway points, guys. If you're in customer service, say sorry. Acknowledge <laughs> that it sucks. And have um, and have a serious conversation with your boss about getting a raise. <laughs> because yeah. you don't get paid enough to deal with this shit. I guarantee it. Literally. And if you're not in customer service and you're on the other end of it, you're calling customer service, just don't be a Karen. <laughs> That's where we are, guys. Um, Like always, like us, follow us, share us, tag us, <laughs> sticker us, everything. Leave us a review. Review us. Um, and have a good week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.